Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The early line is live right here on SportsGrid on a Monday morning on uh, ready to make it happen, man. Kevin Walsh, Donnie right side here with you for the next two hours. A lot to get to. DRS, how was the weekend? Uh, ready to go. Rested, ready, post-All-Star break. Also, Kevin, you got to refuel now. Why? The NBA playoff swing is going to be in full gas. Only 20 games left approximately in the NBA season. College basketball, Kevin, did you know next Monday some of the conference tournaments already start up? It's a great time of year. Let's get after it. The calendar always rolls on. Don't worry. Uh, You will be okay without football. Plus, there are some football headlines that we will get to. Not just NFL headlines, football headlines. We begin, though, with the All-Star game. Last night, Team LeBron finally loses uh, for the first time in six tries. Giannis gets the win there with a 184-175 final. And boy, were the captains out in full effect. Giannis played 30 seconds, dunked it and left. LeBron injured his hand at halftime and played none of the second half. He was fun to watch in the first half of this game. Was honored at halftime as well with a 184-175 final score. Yeah, the Elam ending, which means you can cap the total number of points that you can actually score in a game, doesn't matter when teams score close to 60, not in a half, Kevin, in one quarter. 59 points by Team Giannis there certainly set that over. It's an all-star game. It's not going to be very much defense played. It's just a matter of what, how many dunks we're going to get and how many three-point attempts we're actually going to get in an all-star game, which they were slinging from deep yesterday. You might think that... If one of us was going to be upset about this All-Star game and one of us was going to defend it, we'd probably be able to figure out who. This thing was a disgrace last night, and we'll get into it. Jason Tatum breaks the all-time scoring record for an All-Star game with 55 points. He made 10 threes in the game. He also had 10 rebounds. He also played 35 minutes, which is preposterous and should never happen in an All-Star game. But he now does hold the record, Donnie, for most points in an All-Star game. I mean, pretty impressive in any setting. 53 points against nobody in an open gym would be nice, but obviously this is, was pretty much a, what, a uh, L.A. fitness you know, workout yesterday between the ball clubs, which, again, that's what an all-star game is at this point. And then in the fourth quarter, things starting to tighten up a little bit. But, yeah, 35 minutes. It was almost like one of those things in an MLB all-star game. Like, don't you dare let my pitcher throw more than one inning. And the opposing manager goes, watch this. Let this guy sling three innings and wear him out for the second half. Maybe that's what they were trying to do here with Tatum, but he was sensational. If you're going to say, 53 points, I'll take it. And, and I know, Donnie, the, the coach for Team Giannis, yeah, his, his own head coach. So 
N- nicely done there, Joe Mazzulla. <laughs> Mac McClung, though, the superstar of the weekend, steals the show. Uh, the yeah. It's so ridiculous to call him the Philadelphia 76er. Never played That's a right. game and maybe never will in that uniform. Uh, but the dunk contest, back, 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 Mac McClung was tremendous over the weekend. He was awesome. I mean, you, first of all, how many times do you watch a dunk competition where you see like, okay, there's some really good dunkers. They take a minute and a half off the clock, miss six dunks, then throw it down. Even yeah. though it's exciting, it sort of loses luster. Mac McClung looks like he is just a professional dunker going out there, wasting no time and slamming down 50 after 50 after 50. It was really fun to watch. It was. And McClung was the winner, no doubt, but it also yeah, helped it that the other part... Jericho Sims wasn't great, but I thought Trey Murphy the third was excellent. I thought Kenyon Martin was Jr. Good. was solid as well, and it really elevated the entire atmosphere, which yeah. was great to see. Our radio audience is here on a Monday morning. Kevin Walsh, Donnie right side of the early line, Sirius XM, Channel 159. We also saw Kevin Love make his decision after securing a buyout with the Cleveland Cavaliers to make his way to South Beach, now a member of the Miami Heat, as they try and make some type of move to boost up their push in the Eastern Conference. And you could tell when the news cycle in sports is quite slow, where everybody was leading with, oh my goodness, Kevin loved the South Beach. Would have been an awesome move a decade ago. I don't even know what he brings to the table at this point, as opposed to making a couple threes and getting cooked on defense. Huh? Welcome to South Beach. A lot of Kevin Love slander here early Monday morning. Uh, Over in the NFL, we've heard some rumors around the Jalen Hurts price tag and potentially a number that has now climbed north of $50 million per year. I think that's the price of an all-time Super Bowl performance is uh, exactly what Jalen Hurts put on. Yeah, you're not going to fall off your chair once or twice here, Kevin, in the offseason with these quarterback contracts. Get ready to do it five or six times. The cap is going up. Quarterbacks are getting paid ridiculous amounts of money, Mm. and a lot of them will this offseason, including Jalen Hurts. Four quarterbacks specifically. We'll take a look at them a little bit later on. The commanders announced that Eric Bieniemy is their offensive coordinator, so now we can stop being flabbergasted that this was potentially going to be a job he'd lose out on and just be straight surprised that Eric Bieniemy left the Kansas City Chiefs for the same exact job with the Washington Commanders. Pretty impressive by the Commanders to sell them on. Hey, by the way, we're not even going out in the offseason to get you a quarterback. Sam Howe, enjoy. Make us into a top-five offense. We will see what the Commanders opt to do at the quarterback position. Eric Bieniemy, though, getting a long contract offer and I guess now can answer the questions that he shouldn't have had to answer of can he do it without Mahomes and Andy Reid. Lastly, as I said, football headlines here. Opening weekend in the XFL, a number of overs were given out in this sport. It all started with Arlington and Vegas. The weekend delivered here, DRS. People excited about the XFL. Yeah, tough scene down in San Antonio. The Brahmas took a loss here. Whew, devastating. Wow, I mean, don't slander the Brahmas, Donnie. They're out there trying their best. What AJ is the McCarron leading big-time comebacks, man. I'm pretty sure it's The Rock. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Live with you here on Sports Grid on the heels of the All-Star Game. Last night, 184-175, Team Giannis beats Team LeBron. First time Team LeBron does not secure a victory. A bang over here in this basketball game. 359 points put up on the board. I hope I got that right. I did that off the top of the head there, mm. uh, which was about you know well over 30 points uh, from where this number ended up, about 323.5 or 324. The All-Star Game is always going to be an up-and-down affair. Again, the pregame total was 323.5. I didn't tune in expecting any defense. I'm sure Donnie didn't tune in expecting any defense, and I'm sure none of you tuned in and expected any defense until at least the fourth quarter would start. Well, we still didn't get defense there. All right, well, at least if there's no defense, then I'm sure they're doing wildly entertaining things throughout these three quarters before the Elam ending. Nope, also not, no, not, not that at all. John Morant gave us two dunks, couldn't be bothered outside of that. Giannis actually wasn't healthy enough to play in this basketball game, but he didn't want to miss the All-Star game, so he checked in, got himself a dunk, and then fouled out immediately and left the basketball game. LeBron hurt his hand going for a block, appreciate one of three defensive plays in this basketball game, but then he bowed out because why even bother with the remainder of this game? We were watching a trash layup line for most of this year, and again, I'm not expecting defense, but for the portions of this game where nobody's going to try defensively, can we do some cool things? Can Kyrie Irving's bit was throwing lobs to Nikola Jokic who can't jump. I mean, it was funny once. Why did we continue to do that? Shoot threes from the parking lot. I know they did it in the third quarter. The third quarter had some good back and forth to it there. That was actually a bit entertaining watching Jason Tatum get hot and Donovan Mitchell get hot. I'm not upset about the third quarter that they scored 59 points in. But what I'm bothered about, Donnie, is the portion of this game where we know nobody's going to play defense. It wasn't all that enthralling. And then we get to elimination ending, which is specifically built to force people to try. And they still couldn't be bothered to actually try. When they put the elimination ending in, it worked. There were moments out there where LeBron, Kawhi, Durant, Steph, Giannis are trying, actively trying. And instead, we had multiple bench players out there. Luka couldn't be bothered. John Morant couldn't be bothered. It was a really 
really bad product that was put out last night over these four quarters. And also, maybe you can attribute a little bit to here, Kevin, the way they actually went about the All-Star game this year. It's so easy to go East versus West. You have camaraderie with your teammates. You can practice a little bit. You can enjoy yourselves. Ooh, yeah. I got an idea. How about a couple minutes before the game, we choose upsides where nobody has any camaraderie, and you just get out there and see what happens on the basketball court. This is the new evolution of the All-Star games where nobody cares. Now, the reason why the NBA players like to go to the All-Star game is not the actual game itself. It's getting there on a Friday night, enjoying all the parties, lacing them up for a couple minutes on Sunday afternoon, and then post-game where you hear things like Kyrie Irving go, man, can't wait. We're going to get out of here, me and Luca. We're headed to Cabo now. So this is why they take a full week off. Not to actually get back on the court. It's so you can have that nice weekend and then another nice weekend somewhere off into the Caribbean or to Mexico to enjoy yourselves. Now, granted, it is about All-Stars. We'll talk about All-Stars Saturday night in just a little bit, but this is the new wave of All-Star games. When I grew up as a kid, the teams didn't like each other. The players were always looking to win. Hey, let me get an extra $100,000 for winning the All-Star game. None of that matters. The reason why you want to go again to the All-Star game is not the game itself. It's the weekend around it and all the parties to go have some fun with. And to then get to kind of that format, trash, let's get rid of that immediately. Tried it one year. Cool, that needs to go. <laughs> it took too long. It's not entertaining. You rob us of the three jokes that Charles Barkley tells that makes yes. the current players uncomfortable, which is always fantastic. We do not need to do it this way. The idea that you are going to stop people from being embarrassed of being picked last was wrong because the reserves were up there by themselves. So we all know Jaron Jackson Jr. got picked last. Plus, you knew Larry Markkinen was getting picked last of the starters, as we made evident the other day here on this show, who's arguably the worst player in this entire game and yet is somehow a starter. And here's the other thing that happens, Donnie. Not that these guys are sat there mauling over a game plan days on end and figuring out rotations. But that's how you end up with a guy playing 35 minutes. I know it sounds like I'm hating on Jason Tatum, and maybe I am a little bit, but 35 minutes in an all-star game is insanity. Who does that? Nobody is quite is the answer. Donovan Mitchell played 30. They're the only two guys that touched that benchmark. It's it is insane that that is how much Jason Tatum played in this game. SGA, 10 minutes. Drew Holiday, 9 minutes. Pascal Siakam, 15 minutes. Jason Tatum played the entire third quarter. What, what was I watching last night? And, and, and you don't, oh, well, he had a hot hand. It's not real that he had a hot hand. SGA was 4 for 5. You would have had a hot hand too. What are we talking about here, Donnie? So, yeah, he had 55 points, and it's a record, and it'll stand I don't know, maybe forever, maybe it'll be broken next year. Quite, It is what it is. I cannot believe that he played 35 minutes of an all-star game. That That's ridiculous. The best part about it, too, is, again, I, I understand that Giannis didn't really play. Basically, a minute, get in, get out, had a nice cameo performance. He's a superstar, and I'm sure the NBA was fine with that overall. But it is kind of funny where it's an all-star game, which means, like, you get everybody involved. Everybody yes. has some fun here. Now, the 35 minutes, I'm going to even take that out. But he shot 31 times. He shot 31 times in an all-star game. It's amazing that that was able to happen. Now, granted, 
The NBA superstars are on showcases, what the NBA likes. And if you have any talking point, wow, a guy actually reached the 50-plus point marker here in an NBA All-Star game, something to talk about for the next couple of days. But again, you're right. Ooh, he got hot from wide open. Well, we've seen a lot of videotapes from practice. Like, ooh, Steph just hit 12 three-point shots in a row. Okay, really wild and fantastic here. What does this do to carry? Is this momentum now for the Celtics? Like, did you see Tatum? He's ready to propel himself to an MVP for the regular season now over the final 20 games? No, it's not. But this, again, is the new age of the All-Star games, which you're right. 35 minutes for one guy. Like, Drew Holland, did he ask? Did he say, hey, look, man, I'm just, I had a tough night last night. Boy, I, I tied one on at a party. I don't want to play. And Tatum's like, I'll, I'll take your minutes here. Is that what happened? Otherwise, that's really the only thing that makes some sense. Everybody, the starter's supposed to play like five minutes more than the bench guys because of the starters and right. the superstars. But those guys on the bench still want to play a little bit. But it is interesting that some guys played 10 minutes and some played 35 in an All-Star game. Like, I don't know if John ja Morant enjoyed his time on the town a little too much, but him taking four shots, like the way the box score lines up, Tatum 31 attempts, John ja Morant four attempts, Donovan Mitchell 25 attempts, is one of the most ridiculous looking things I've maybe ever seen in my life. And, and here's what I'll say. You know, as far as betting lessons go, I'm not sure what really you are supposed to take away from it. As far as the total goes, it'll probably get bounced up a little bit for next year. But we're also going to do the thing as we get closer, I promise you, going into next year's All-Star game. Guys are going to say we're going to try more on defense this year. Uh, so that'll throw things off a little bit. They're not going to move the total that much. Don't bet a Luka Doncic points prop over when he said that his thing he was looking most forward to was going to Mexico Sunday. Because, boy, did he mean that. That's on me. I didn't think Luka Doncic would basically act like he was too good for the All-Star game, but boy, did he. And that's exactly what we watched in that way. And if Damian Lillard's in it next year, which he will be, Donnie, feel free to just unload on his points prop. Because the one thing I – I mean, Damian Lillard made sure to get his. I mean, he came off the bench and shot 23s. He came off the bench and shot 23-point shots. So shout out to Damian Lillard for that. Now, also shout out to this, Kevin. When they say next year they're going to play a little bit more defense – Team LeBron had 175 points. Not only did they not make a free throw, they didn't shoot a free throw. How about this? You yeah, don't think you want to see two? How about you get the ball at the three-point line, I'll stand on the block, you try to dunk over me. How about that? I'd like to see that once or twice in an All-Star game. Actually, yeah, one of the few highlights was the Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum standoff. Just call guys out for some one-on-ones. Yes. Because then you kind of have to play a like a semblance of yes. defense there. The All-Star game, though, congrats to... Team Giannis. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for limited time while supplies last. The All-Star Game. I, I don't know. What do you want me to say? There's, I defend this game, by the way, and call it the best All-Star Game out there. And that was, that was not a good look last night. In hour number two, Coach James Young is going to join us here. We're going to talk about the winners and losers of the weekend, and then we'll uh, reset some things. But you know, quickly, DRS, just to sneak in the Saturday action. I mean, Mac McClung, clearly the star of the show. And we do these ebbs and flows with the dunk contest. It's either excellent or it's horrendous. And this year it was excellent. And and now next year there's going to be excitement for it. Yes. And I think that the main takeaway was it wasn't as if four guys can't give out good dunks because these guys are in the competition because they're high flyers and they're fun to watch. You just had that interesting angle here with McClung coming in. But also, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's not so much what you're looking forward to next year. It's the fact that, hey, look at this. Do you remember last year's competition? Wow, McClung was awesome. He's coming back to defend his title. Who's going to step up? Are there going to be other superstars out there to go, you know what? I think I can take him down now. The added intuition next year now that McClung's like, hey, we have me back. Does that mean the Sixers have to sign him to a 10-day deal right around the All-Star break once again? And I do love the fact that the NBA <laughs> sort of massaged this in where, Kevin, they didn't want a guy from the blue coats dunking in the competition. So, yeah. hey, guys, you got an open roster spot. Throw this guy a 10-day contract so he could put on a uniform. And it was a lot of fun to watch overall. But I think, again, next year, you're actually going to have some built-in hype now. Can he do it again? And who's going to try to take him down? So I think that worked out well for the NBA. And the one thing, so it was a little odd. Zion said, if I'm going to do it, it's probably next year. If, I hope Zion doesn't get learn the wrong lesson from LeBron. See, John Morant shut it down, which was a bit frustrating. But again, like, no one can be like, ah, Joss teased us. LeBron loved teasing he would do the dunk contest and then not doing it. Like I'm, I'm, he probably will, will, will run that play back soon, honestly. Zion being like, if I'm going to do it, it's going to be next year, and then still not doing it would be very <laughs> disappointing, though also feels like a very likely outcome. But Zion doing it next year, it would be fantastic for the event. Three-point contest delivered as always. Uh, as always. The skills challenge. Uh, as I said, we'll do winners and losers, uh, and we will get to that <laughs> when we get to that. I want to talk about the rest of the way, though, DRS, and compare some teams that uh, I think we're going to be looking at through comparable lenses the rest of the way. Uh, and two of those teams in the Western Conference are the Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks, both right now tight in this race here in the Western Conference standings, a game separating them. Phoenix at 32 and 28. The Dallas Mavericks are at 31 and 29 and the FanDuel Sportsbook we've of course got the odds to win the West and uh, to win the title but we've also got updated win totals and these two teams check in at the very same price which is a 45 and a half and I want to try and sort through this and find some value for these teams so to begin it off with the Dallas Mavericks who are 17 to 1 to win the West or to win the title excuse me 7 to 1 to win the West and a win total of 45 and a half it's an interesting number of course it's a lot of faith 
on both Luka and Kyrie. This team with 22 remaining games would need to go 15-7 and seven for the remainder of yeah. their schedule. When you line it up here for the Dallas Mavericks, are you pulled in a certain direction looking at their updated win total? It's a very good question you bring up because you're right. If we take a look at the Western Conference, one through six, you know, Phoenix at five, Dallas Mavericks at six. Nobody wants to be in sort of that play in mode. So you want to stay in those five and six seeds. But it seems kind of easy because, as you just mentioned, if we're talking about the Mavericks, you know, and if they get their team total 15 and seven, 15 and seven. Of course they should do that. So look at the Anshits, you got Kyrie Irving. But what are we talking about with the Dallas Mavericks heading down the stretch and what's more important here, Kevin? Is it that those guys play 22 games and play at least 21 of those together to get some camaraderie on the court? No, no, because here's what you want. Both of those guys healthy for the playoff run. That's what's most important here. Sure, they're going to play good basketball, but to me, it actually looks easy. 15 and 7, they'll do that immediately. Well, I don't know how many games I'm getting together. And also, what is the organization saying to them? Hey, look, we got to keep you steady. We'll go two games on, one game off for each guy, rotate it through, just as long as we stay out of the play, and that's going to be fine. Or do they want to catch fire and go, hey, 15 and 7, forget about that. You know, we're going to up the ante. Let's win 17 games out of the final 22 and really get hot and move up in our play player standings. It looks too easy for me, Kevin, to say absolutely they're going to hit their team total here because rightfully they should but I don't know if they're going to play it out that way because once again it's more important getting to the playoffs healthy than actually playing 20 of the next 22 games to quote-unquote get hot together the reason the Mavericks number is 45 and a half again needing them to go 15 and 7 above all else is they have the easiest remaining strength of schedule in the NBA that's not an opinion that is based on win percentage theirs is 0.466 the next closest is poor, is is 472. There, there is a big gap there between the Mavericks and even again the second easiest schedule remaining. They play the Spurs three times and a double up with the Hornets and the Indiana Pacers. They do have three back-to-backs though. And that's always something you have to factor in with a team like this. Are we playing Luke on back-to-backs? Are we playing Kyrie on back-to-backs? Kyrie Irving did not play the last game before the All-Star break. And Luka Doncic had missed a number of games heading into the All-Star break. And that's why this, to me, looks like an under. I don't trust their availability, not just on back-to-backs, in normal situations. This is not a healthy one-two punch. And it's not a one-two punch that can afford to be out there by themselves, as evident by Luka going out against the Denver Nuggets on his own and losing that game 118-109. And it really didn't even feel like it was that close, despite Luka scoring 37 in the basketball game. Oh, by the way, this team has played two games together so far, the Luka and Kyrie pairing. They lost both of those basketball games. It feels like you're betting on this team topping out, Donnie, by asking them to go to 15-7 and here. And I think that's too much of an ask. The tricky thing is, and we will talk about this for all of the stuff, is what are teams chasing? What are, the, what, are, what are they trying to accomplish? If you look right now, Dallas is the sixth spot in the Western Conference. They are a half game up on the Pelicans and Minnesota Timberwolves, who are seven and eight. So Dallas's effort, Donnie, will depend a lot on their surroundings. If they're trying to avoid the play-in, That's full go. That's no rest. That's pedal to the metal. However, if their positioning is secure, ah, it doesn't matter. We're going to be the five or the six. It doesn't matter. You might get some rest days then down the back stretch. 
No, and you're right about that, too, because sometimes you have to factor that in either way. But having said that, Kevin, I thought you brought up a pretty good point here. It's not as if they added, let's just say, you know, the Nets cut Kyrie Irving, clears waivers, the Dallas Mavericks mm-hmm. end up picking him up. So then you say to yourself, okay, I got Luka, I got Kyrie, but I still got Dinwiddie and Doran Finney-Smith. So if I rest one of these guys, I didn't gut my depth overall. So when you talk about, hey, Luka can go out there and win games by himself, we get it. But he no longer has those depth pieces that he's had in the past. So that's certainly going to weigh in, which is exactly why we talk about do you really want to run these guys ragged and play them 35-plus minutes down the stretch and then get into the playoffs? Or are you going to take your shots, hit and miss, monitor to see what's going on in the Western Conference? How many games are we up here on the Phoenix Suns and Los Angeles Clippers if we catch them? Or do we have to hit the gas pedal a little bit to keep the Pelicans and the Timberwolves certainly at bay at this point? There's a lot of things to factor in, but it all gets back to the point, Kevin. You look at 15-7, and seven, a good basketball team is always supposed to do that. But it's really hard when you get down to the final two games and you're at 14 wins and they don't need the victories that's a tough one to swallow and that's what you might end up with a a strip over then to the phoenix suns who have the same number yeah they play the same uh, number of games as well they need to just go 14 and 8 the rest of the way so that's interesting right that they need to do less you would expect more from the suns well there's a couple of factors at work one the gap in strength of schedule the suns have the sixth most difficult schedule remaining Multiple games against the Bucs, the Nuggets. They still have to play the Sixers. So that all factors in. But of course, Donnie, as I'm sure you're going to bring up here, we don't know how much Kevin Durant we have. Is Kevin Durant making his Phoenix Suns debut on February 24th at home against Oklahoma City? Or is he going to make it March 5th in Dallas? That's the difference here. Because... And not only is that part of the difference, DRS, but when you try and line through the schedule, because it's a smaller sample size, right? 22 games. You can get an idea. How many times is this team going to be a favorite? How many times are they going to be a heavy favorite? I don't know how the Phoenix Suns are going to be booked when the full group is out there. I don't know what those kind of numbers are going to look like. I don't know what March 27th in Utah looks like. Is this team a nine-point favorite on the road against the Utah Jazz, or is it a four-point line? Because it turns out they can't play defense. This is a difficult team, but boy, 14 and 8 for the Western Conference favorites is not asking a lot. No. It's not asking a lot. And you look at that 14 and eight overall, they should do that. Absolutely. But again, let's play this situation out. DeAndre Ayton hasn't really been injured this year. He should be fine. But take a look at the other big three. Chris Paul getting up there in age. He's been injured in the past couple playoff runs. You don't want to wear him down, Kevin, coming down the stretch. Devin Booker, a younger player, MVP type candidate, been injured for a long portion of the season. Do You really want to run him ragged down the stretch. And then Kevin Durant, who you're hinging your entire franchise on, making that massive move to win an NBA championship. Does he have to get right and play, let's just say, 22 games down the stretch? Or when does he appear? And how long are you going to play him? The thing I always point to is once you get to the playoffs, particularly in the first round, you have two, three, and sometimes four days off between playing basketball games. The key for the Suns to win a championship is not be the one overall seed. Heck, they could probably get into the play-in. But if you get the big four healthy once the playoff starts, that is the goal here. Even though we want to see all four of those guys playing down the stretch, you get that camaraderie, and they should easily go 14-8. and eight. Don't be surprised if these guys aren't playing major minutes down the stretch, knowing full well this is a veteran-laden team, and they need them healthy come playoff time. To your, to your point, DRS, if I just told you, Kevin, if they never made the trade, and I know they did, yeah. this, this feels like this is what the number would be, 14-8. and eight. Yeah. 
So if yep. Durant is back and is playing, it's a tempting over. We'll hit this a little more now or two. We go over to the NFL with the quarterback position coming up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back with you here on Sports Grid, taking a look at the quarterback position in the National Football League. We're going to look at four players specifically, and you'll see the for those on the TV side of it, the top reads, pay, tag, trade. A little bit of a, a game, if you will. This all, though, was born out of a report that, uh, this coming from Dan Graziano of ESPN, that Jalen Hurts' asking price has now probably climbed north of $50 million. I'll throw it to you, Donnie. You hear that report around Jalen Hurts and the price of the brick, and what do you think about that? It, it hurts because we know that, again, pun intended there, that you might be able to put a good field, excuse me, field a good team around him, but at the same time, you know you can't afford everybody. The clutch period in the NFL is when you get your quarterback on a rookie deal. That's how you make playoff runs and Super Bowl runs, which they just did. And some of the elite upper echelon guys, a la Patrick Mahomes, 10 years, $500 million, it can still work that way. But you can't get upset anymore. And also, this isn't one of those Philadelphia Eagles moments where you want to pay Donovan McNabb, but you keep saying, like, boy, in the biggest games, he really chokes all the time. Did you see the performance? Jalen Hurts, first of all, coming off a shoulder injury, blew out the Giants, didn't have to do much, blew out San Francisco, and then went toe-to-toe by himself, it felt like, against the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. If there was ever a time in the Philadelphia fan base or Philadelphia lure where you had to rip in, they're like, hey, it's going to get $50 million. Not too many people out there going like, that's way too much for a quarterback after what he did in the Super Bowl. The iron is hot. The Philadelphia Eagles want it back. He wants the Philadelphia Eagles. The fans are fine with it. That's just what the price is going to be. And as I started the show talking off, Kevin, there's not going to be that one moment where you see that Mahomes contract going like, oh, my God, nobody's ever going to make that again. There might be three or four quarterbacks this offseason that are going to approach mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes' annual value numbers. Yeah, that is – it should be the case. There are right now eight quarterbacks that make that make $40 million or more. On an average 
salary basis. There's only one quarterback, though, that makes north of 50, which is Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson is second at 48.5. Kyler Murray third at 46.1. Watson fourth, 46. Pat Mahomes is fifth at 45. The thing is, not every contract is the same. What do I mean by that? Aaron Rodgers makes north of $50 million. His deal is significantly shorter in length than that of Patrick Mahomes, which was a decade contract. At the end of the day, the security that comes with signing a decade-long contract, whether Mahomes needs it or not, allows you to drop that annual number a little bit. Deshaun Watson makes less than Kyler Murray, but every single penny is guaranteed to Deshaun Watson. So that changes the conversation a little bit. But you would anticipate that a Jalen Hurts contract would go for four to six seasons in that ballpark. If Jalen Hurts is going to get four to six seasons, DRS, and it's going to be north of $50 million, that's going to be some contract there. That's going to be comfortably more than Kyler Murray. And that's going to be different compared to everybody else. It would be, I don't want to say the first of its kind, but it would be a new benchmark for guys to push towards which is where we get to pay, tag, trade around Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Lamar Jackson, and how this is all going to play out for these guys. For Jalen Hurts, though, it's becoming increasingly obvious that the Eagles are going to pay him. And they should. You don't need to complicate things. See, this is the big difference between Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz. Jalen Hurts had an MVP caliber season that was ultimately stopped because of injury. And then unlike Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts was able to play in the playoffs, play in the Super Bowl, and was unbelievable. And has now secured himself as the guy in Philadelphia. He's good, Donnie. He's the guy. As you said, this is the guy that the Eagles are going to sign themselves up for for the next half decade. And there's really no reason they shouldn't be excited to do that. No, and this is what happens when you play good football. And also, you're a very good teammate. And also, behind the scenes, you know we're not going to get out of this contract for Jalen Hurts? Hey, by the way, uh, did you check page 57, section B? Jalen Hurts, you got to actually lift weights, and you got to actually study here. And if you don't, there's going to be penalties. We can take back some of your bonus money. You're not getting anything that day. And we're going to certainly talk about some other quarterbacks. But if you want your franchise to be led by a person who can be the face of your franchise, you don't have to hide anything. Jalen Hurts is exactly that type of athlete here. Every time he steps to the podium, every time he's on the field, it's just confidence, it's cool, it's never getting too hyped up, and always has the right answer for any question. So when you talk about business decisions and when you pay a guy a lot of money, sometimes, Kevin, it's not so much just what they do on the field. It's can you be the face of the franchise off the field where they're more than comfortably making you that. And it seems like this is going to be a perfect fit in Philadelphia. Now, granted, Honeymoon periods end. You have to continue to play well. We get that here. But you can't have a better start to a franchise or a player in a franchise than Jalen Hurts, who actually came in as a second-round pick. And 99%, don't let them tell you right now, there's no revisionist history. There's not very many people that sold the Jalen Hurts pick and go, perfect, nailed it, yes, this is going to push Wentz. It was Why did we just waste a second-round draft pick on a quarterback who's probably never going to play or be a glorified Taysom Hill? 
Well, look at what he proved and proved wrong, where that narrative was around him when he began. He never held it against the Philadelphia fan base or the front office here, continued to play well, and now he's a franchise quarterback at this moment. It's almost like, Kevin, he went through all those levels that most quarterbacks stumble on. How many times did you hear, like, I can't believe I got drafted here. They never wanted me here. I'm going to hold it against you. Heck, Donovan McNabb for a decade in Philadelphia told you every chance he got. Even though this fan base cheers me, I still remember when the 40 people that went up to New York City and booed me on draft night here. You're never going to get that from Jalen Hurts. It's always, hey, look, I lost the Super Bowl. I'm going to get better. Trust me on that. And the Philadelphia Eagles are trusting him to do that and will pay him accordingly. So easy enough, right? Jalen Hurts will be paid. Excuse me. So then we get to Joe Burrow, which should be even easier. Unless... The Eagles go first. Now, Uh I don't think Joe Burrow's going to end up tagged. I certainly don't think Joe Burrow's going to end up traded. But a Joe Burrow holdout? I don't know if it would stun me. Because here's the thing. Let's say Jalen Hurts signs for four years, $50 million. Just to use some very easy numbers for everybody. A $200 million contract. Okay, thank you. Joe Burrow is not signing for any less than four years, $53 million, $54 million. Here's the thing. Jalen Hurts was much, was not much, was, was, yeah, he was. He was much better than Joe Burrow was in his Super Bowl. I mean, Joe Burrow, I mean, the argument is obviously he's had a couple of years at this level. The LSU championship people factor in. The draft pedigree factors in. I'm not doubting Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow versus Jalen Hurts. Joe Burrow wins that argument eight times out of ten for people. But all of that is then going to lead to the argument in the room when they're figuring out how much they're going to pay Joe Burrow DRS is they're going to have to go above the Jalen Hurts number, which is why you've been stressing for a while, as have I, Cincinnati does not need to wait around to pay Joe Burrow, get this done as quickly as possible. Exactly. And that's what you're looking at. And also from the cheapest organization in sport over the past 25 years, if we exclude Major League Baseball's like Oakland Athletics and Tampa Bay Rays, it's Cincinnati. But you know what they've been doing? They've been saying all the right things and rightfully so, because you're not going to win a public battle where the team is going against Joe Burrow. The fan base certainly will revolt. But at the same time, when you're trying to factor in, why do you think he's going to get paid a lot of money? Paul Brown Stadium was the name of the Cincinnati Bengals stadium for a long time. The Brown family owns that team. And one of the highest honors they bestowed is, as long as you know we have a stadium in Cincinnati, it's going to be named after my father. You know what that stadium is called now? It's not Paul Brown. It's Paycor Stadium. Why? Because that specifically is like, well, that's Joe Burrow's money. We're trying to figure <laughs> out. We better start selling some advertising to make it up. He is going to get paid. But I'm telling you right now, In the back rooms of some of these front offices and some of these teams right now, you better be on the phone 24-7 with that agent because you might do three months of heavy lifting to work out a number. Another quarterback gets signed. You go back to square one. Like, I thought we had a deal. No way. He just got 52.5. This guy got 54.5. I know we were at 47.5. We're going to have to increase that here. It's going to be fun to watch it play out because I have a feeling, Kevin, it's legitimately going to be a domino effect. And the last guy standing is going to be holding that Powerball lottery ticket going like, I'm not signing for less at this point. Which team is that going to be? 
So this then leads us to who I believe is the sneaky guy in all of this, which is Justin Herbert. Because we don't really hear a lot about Herbert in these conversations. At least I don't feel like we do. But nobody out there thinks the Chargers shouldn't pay Justin Herbert. There's a lot of people that believe Justin Herbert has cemented himself as one of the five best quarterbacks in this league already. And if you believe that, then that's totally fine. But he's on the same exact timeline as Joe Burrow, drafted just a couple of slots after him. And I'll tell you the last thing that anybody needs, if you're the Eagles, if you're the Cincinnati Bengals, is the Chargers to go first. Because the Eagles can't be like, oh, come on, we're not paying you Justin Herbert money. That's insane. And the <laughs> Bengals certainly can't say we're not paying you Justin Herbert money. But also, is Herbert pushing for this? Are the Chargers going to end up being able to look around and be like, oh, it doesn't look like he wants his money right now. And if you're the Chargers, should you maybe learn the lesson from the guy we haven't been able to get to yet and Lamar Jackson? Be like, no, listen, brother, we're going <laughs> to let's sit you down. Let's pay you right now, okay? Let's not... Let's not wait any longer here. Let's not wait for you to get an actual competent offensive coordinator and then have to pay you. Let's hammer this out right now uh, before this all gets a little too complicated. Yeah, and if you take a look at the salary cap, Kevin, it's going up each and every year. So let's just fast forward where you don't pay Justin Herbert of the Spanos family going like, you know what? We can't even come up with the money. Here's what we're going to do. How about 49% of the franchise is yours if you come back and just play quarterback for us? Because that's what it feels like the actual price point is going to be. We saw it time and time again. Has there ever been an organization that won by waiting a quarterback out? And it's getting higher and higher every year. Dak Prescott there for the Cowboys. We're waiting on Lamar Jackson where it's like, hey, I'll play this out, but it's always going to work in the quarterback's demand because why? It's hard to find good quarterbacks, and when you find them, pay them. If you're watching Major League Baseball, Kevin, the Atlanta Braves continuously bring young players up, sign them immediately because they know on the back end it's going to save them millions of dollars and make the player happy. Why are you making your player unhappier? Why are you doing this Baltimore with Lamar Jackson where you know he wants to sign long-term and you keep pushing it down the block, and then you get mad when the price goes up every single year going like, we can't pay that guy that. And now you're hearing from the Baltimore front office, Kevin. Well, We'll pay you, but we can't pay anybody else. Oh, my goodness, man. Boy, did Baltimore swing and miss on this. I can't wait to see the final details, whether or not he's in Baltimore or paid elsewhere. And this is the incredible thing about this, and it's why I wanted to pair this all together, because we've done the Lamar thing plenty. Pay, tag, trade. This this shouldn't say pay, tag, trade. You're paying Hertz. You're paying Burrow. You're paying Herbert. Oh, I don't know about Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Lamar Jackson might get traded. Lamar Jackson might get tagged. It's, it is ridiculous what the Baltimore Ravens have done here with a guy that has already put an MVP on his resume before we even got to this point, and they could potentially find themselves trading him. The best case, by the way, of those three options, pay, tag, pay, tag, trade, appears to be tag. That seems to be the best case scenario with Lamar Jackson. Yikes. Good luck, Todd Munkin. Maybe that's why Eric Bianami didn't land in Baltimore. We're taking a break here. We come back. We're talking Genesis Invitational. Yeah, that's right. A little golf. How about that? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Genesis Invitational this weekend. Feels like the first time in a while that the golf was uh, really, I don't want to say center stage, but it felt like it was grabbing headlines there. And I think there was two main reasons for that. One, and mostly, Tiger Woods was in the mix. He had a solid opening round, made the cut, really strong day three, ultimately finishes one under at this tournament. And the other big thing is when John Rahm is up at the top of the leaderboard DRS and he wins this going 17 under, uh, not wire to wire, but he was in the mix early and, of course, uh, throughout late. He was excellent here in this tournament. Yeah, I think if you are a PGA Tour official or you're just a fan, isn't this exactly what you wanted out of this tournament? A superstar to win it and Tiger Woods actually play four rounds of competitive golf. That's something to sort of hit your wagon to as we talk about Tiger and after when he was saying like, hey, my goal is to play a few tournaments and a couple majors. Like that's realistic for me now. I'm not going to go out and grind an entire PGA Tour throughout the season. But if you are looking at golf, you get the best of both worlds and that's what you got at the Genesis. So if you're a golf fan, you probably really enjoyed this weekend to then just bring up something quickly tiger said that he plans to play in all four majors the masters odds are available tiger woods was 120 to 1 entering this week at the genesis invitational press the masters the best golfers in the world tiger woods's price is available 36 to 1 any thoughts on tiger woods being 36 to 1 to win the masters in 2023 yeah, it probably should be higher than that, but you have to understand, like, Tiger's very smart. Like, he's won the Genesis multiple times at Riviera, so he's going to play decent there at least, but he is getting older. We've seen him win there, but also I think most people were waiting going, can he even be competitive? He's going to shoot plus eight at Riviera, then what's it going to be? I think this gave the people a lot of momentum, and Tiger, by the way, himself, proving it on the golf course, I can still be competitive, now working on his game here, getting ready for Augusta. Just wait. By the time we get there... There will be Tiger's odds are. Yeah, you are. The the odds will drop, though. When it gets to 29 to 1, then Donnie will slander it. College Hoops previews lead off the second hour. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.